Are you worried that your email marketing isn't performing as well as it could be? Well, I have Joanne here today, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about email marketing, a little bit about storytelling, and answer a lot of your big ticket questions all about what to do with your email marketing. Joanne, I'm going to invite you over here to introduce yourself, tell people why email marketing matters to you and why it should matter to them. Hello, thank you, Shauna, for the introduction. Um, I am so glad to be here and I'm just so happy. So uh, I am Joanne Homestead, I'm the founder and owner of Deskplant Creatives. And I am an email copywriter, copy coach, and an absolutely obsessed storyteller, which is what we're gonna talk a lot about today is the storytelling piece. So I am a former teacher. I taught for 15 years as a school teacher. And what I did naturally as a teacher is exactly what I do now, which for a lot of people, they're like, where's the association? It's really figuring out like your audience. What are they here? What do they already know? What is going to help compel and engage them? What story is going to help connect them so they want to own whatever action it is they're going to take? That's what I did as a teacher, and that's what I what I do now. <clears throat> and it was just through written words, through email marketing, which I absolutely love too. So storytelling plus email marketing, my two passions that I found uh, on my online business um, is okay what was your question you you asked like why 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 email marketing right <laughs> so i feel like email marketing this is why i got into email marketing i feel like email to me is a personal intimate space that's how it feels to me because for people to give you their email address to a business that's a very personal piece of information that they're giving up is their email address and so if they're going to give it to you they want to hear from you they want to be connected with you through email and so it's just slightly different than like okay social media marketing versus social versus email marketing this is how i like to imagine it like social media marketing to me is a it's a great place to also connect and sell your offers as a business <clears throat> i imagine social media marketing like it's you're you're at the beach it's a beach party there's volleyball happening there's like loud music blasting it's great it's fun everyone's having fun um you invite people there you know you connect there it's great email marketing i like to imagine as like you are you've got like a you've got your like beachfront property there okay and you're inviting someone into your house for like more of a intimate dinner party but it's also like a full experience like in email marketing you could really curate a beautiful experience for anyone who joins you in your email community from the moment they step into that door you can create an experience with your business and your brand all the way to here's your here's your drink here's we're gonna have dinner at 6 30 have some appetizers here let me introduce you to this little group here um here now we're gonna have some dinner like it's a full journey and it's guided throughout like when you host a, a dinner party you're really <clears throat> guiding them from the door when they 
enter the door all the way to when they leave. So then, you know, you have the dinner, you have the dessert. It's actually kind of giving me vibes for uh, my my daughter's birthday party coming up. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm curating the entire night exactly like you're describing. Yes. Okay. It's, and it's so effective because this is how you get people to. And and I just the reason why I want to talk about my daughter is because she's young, and when you have other guests come over to your home, it's a sleepover party too. P.S. You need Ooh. them to follow a certain trajectory and it's guided by them because it's all about them right mm -hmm. however mm -hmm. our home still has rules our home still has expectations and mm -hmm. we still want to guide them towards a certain type of action yes and as you have a space. You, yes you exactly have they're in your space so you want to have a certain feel for and i like the way you said trajectory it's like a trajectory <clears throat> from start to finish and then, a, yes, like an action at the end, like, wow, I really loved having you here. Uh, let's go grab a coffee, you know, the yeah. next week or something like that. Or if if you feel like you already have built that relationship already, you can say, do you want to go on an epic adventure with me to the Amazon rainforest? Yes. <laughs> but it depends on where you are in your relationship, obviously. <laughs> you might I not love that. that from I love you, that. But maybe you could. Absolutely. And so, and so we were talking, you know, about how <clears throat> there are so many different pieces that go into creating an effective email marketing campaign um, and an email market marketing strategy, even like we can even go over and above just a simple campaign and, and talk about an overarching strategy. Um, uh, many of the questions that, that you were mentioning came up were things about, um, you know, length of email and um, click through rates and open rates and all the, the industry standards and comparisons and all these things. Um, and in the end, we, I mean, although these are very, very important questions um, that will probably pop up uh, throughout our conversation, um, we really hunker down on one main theme that can really boost the impact of your marketing, regardless of the rest of those things. And that was storytelling. So why is storytelling and story brand marketing so integral to email marketing in particular? Mm -hmm. So let's maybe we can start with the, the story brand that's a great question <laughs> <laughs> so you had mentioned donald miller's book um about <clears throat> story brand um and so maybe we could start there and then go into okay how does that connect to storytelling specifically in email um so what i really love about story brand is the shift in your role as the the business owner or the brand. I think that's like the biggest piece because generally speaking, like as a business, as a brand, you're positioning yourself as the hero because you have the solution that your audience needs to help them to save them because you're the hero, um, solve their problem. And what StoryBrand does is it's really shifting. And please, Shauna, just like pop in anytime about talking about this because I know you're you're. <laughs> I'm just like I'm like yeah. I'm just sparking yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going. But people get bored of my voice, so this is perfect. <laughs> I can sit here and just just gush over all the things you're saying right off. Great. <laughs> you've got you've got like the perfect like your hand is like just like carrying like yes this not it's, perfect. It's just it's beautiful. I feel like. So I'm going to let you continue your expl explanation, but I just wanted to mm -hmm. let you know that the thing that came to my mind is I've done this a few times and I'll probably do it again soon because I just love doing it is I will create an entire post 
And it's just the same sentence over and over again. And it looks like a block of text like this. And uh -huh. it just says, your client is the main, is the hero of their story, not you. Yeah. Period. And it's just that over and yeah. over again until yeah. it looks like a block of text. And oh, it I, just, I just love it. I'm just like, yes, let's yeah. dive in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, totally. <laughs> exactly. It. Yes, that is the, the the block. Like shifting your role from the hero. The hero is your who you're helping, your clients. They are the hero of their own story. And you are the guide. So this is like a big shift. Like the reason why this is such a big shift is because change the way you are speaking to your potential clients. Especially in that intimate setting yeah. that is email marketing. When you're literally knocking right. on their inbox mm -hmm. and saying, hi friend, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> really important shift. And I love how, the way you just said that, like very, very casually. And that's the other thing about email is like having that, you can make it like really personal. I always get confused. Personal, personable, personable. Both. <laughs> they mean personal and personable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And and that's a really key part of switching switching gears there from from being like when you're a hero, you talk in a different manner. This is mm -hmm. like this this is the outdated um you know the, this archaic patriarchal mumbo jumbo that we've seen in the past, which is very um I mean maybe it's a bold word, but maybe like propaganda-ish. Right. Mm -hmm, it's it's mm -hmm. very in your face and switching to this alternate perspective. It, it's it is an, it's been happening for a long time, but it is also the next wave of of email progression. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Propagandish. Propa <laughs> Propagandish. Yes. New word. That is that is that is the word right there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not about creating FOMO. It's not about creating some frantic urgency to buy. So then people have buyer's remorse, and I have gotten that before. I have got sucked into that before, and afterwards they don't. I don't feel good. I'm like I don't. I didn't make the right decision because I felt like I was just like pushed, like pushed in the crowd into this thing and all of a sudden like what wait what what did i do why did i do that <clears throat> you know it's 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 about like the personal <laughs> and personableness of email it feels like you're just talking one-on-one -on -one with the person you're talking to that is how it feels in email like you're just speaking you may be speaking to i don't know thousands of people on your email list but it feels like you're speaking directly to that one person in their email box and that's like the personable ness. <laughs> it, it truly is. And that's the concept of the story brand methodology. I mean, there's more to it. And we don't right. necessarily need to dive in now. I'll include the link. I've got an amazing link, by the way. It's even open on my screen right now because I reference it all the time to my clients. And it's a link to a YouTube video that really describes um, that framework. Donald Miller's Building a Story Brand um, framework. I still encourage everybody to read that book because the book is mm -hmm. superb and it includes details that uh, make me spot, smile. Things like Star Wars references and stuff like yes, that. So, Yoda. <laughs> right? So, I mean, you totally want to read the book too. But I can include that link so that you can dive in a little bit further. Um, but what I want to do with you, Joanne, is just take that concept and then extrapolate it to the actual storytelling. The actual mm -hmm. implementation of like, what does this look like? And it, it like within email form and then also mm -hmm. like 
the, the further advantage of using this while connecting with your, your audience, whether it's a one on, whether it's just like a broadcast or whether it's an actual like email marketing campaign with a web of interconnected uh, sequences, either way, storytelling yeah. is important. Yes. Let's, let's talk yes. about how and why. Yes. Yeah. The how and why Ooh, we're getting really juicy here. <laughs> so storytelling to me is it's 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 like a it's like a vehicle to help your audience understand like to teach them something to help them reflect on something to give them that moment like oh i hadn't thought of it that way before to help them see themselves differently, maybe see their community differently, maybe like on a bigger scale, like seeing globally differently. And that can, yeah, the perspective, the reflection, the teaching, and that can happen through storytelling. And the reason I like to use storytelling is because it's compelling, it's engaging. It's so much more, I think, of a fun way to give your marketing content so you can you can have your marketing content you you know maybe you have your like three marketing content pillars you just this is the these are the expertise that i talk about all the times and now let's add the layer of storytelling into it because that i feel like is how you really stand out because you are unique your business is unique your offers are unique and your stories are unique and so that's going to help you stand out because there's so many people in your industry. Why would someone come to you versus someone else? Through storytelling, you can help them make an informed decision to say, yes, I connect with, I, I totally connect with you. So I want to say yes to your offers. And what I'm hearing too, it, in between the lines is that it adds a couple of other really interesting ingredients. I just made banana bread the other day, so I'm on baking. Oh. Um, <laughs> And the other ingredients that I'm hearing that storytelling really helps with is personality, which is which is massive, right? And emotions, mm-hmm. right? We're mm-hmm. stirring up emotions. Um, mm-hmm. Those differentiators, I, I feel like, with regards to this recipe uh, business that's going on in my mind, is like my mom's banana bread is fabulous. She's she makes the best banana bread ever, mm-hmm. and I go to her for banana bread. I'd be like, "Hey, mom, make me some banana bread. I know how to make banana bread. All right." And there are so many people around me who love my banana bread. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. Like I put cinnamon in my banana bread and maple syrup oh. instead of like white sugar mm. and whatever else she puts in. I don't know what she, she does magic with hers. I love it. So I think she cooks with like lard or something like that. You know, it's like the old school. I thought you were going to say love. Well, I mean, I just do the same thing. Come on. Everybody says put butter in it and it's good. That's not a home cooked meal. Lard and love. I feel like this could be a thing here. Yeah, I feel like it probably already is. Isn't there like a somebody on the Food Network whose thing is butter? I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's there's something other like this is the whole salt salt fat acid thing there yes yeah. but but my point being my point being is that that's special like the fact that I use maple and cinnamon makes my banana bread appealing to my right fit people to the people mm-hmm. who like maple syrup and cinnamon mm-hmm. and so they come for my banana bread because I do that if I didn't do that if I didn't sprinkle in my personality and add emotions and it would just be banana bread that you could get at wherever bulk food 
plastic wrap. Pink zippers here. So that's a whole different story. So when you're sending out the emails, you're going, no matter whether like the, the length or, or anything like that, um, you're going to increase your, your open rate, your click through rate and your conversion rate, right? Um, by mm -hmm. adding this element, this layer of, of storytelling. Um, that's the difference between, this is just what I'm hearing. Tell me if I'm wrong, but like, I'm hearing like you can have your pillars and that's great. That's your, that's your banana bread that you can get. Mm -hmm. Classic. Awesome. We love that. Got the standard. But yeah. the storytelling, which weaves in all these other fundamental attributes of your business, these different differentiators, that's mm -hmm. what makes the banana bread that you will go out of your way to get. Yes, exactly. I love, you're making me hungry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I do that. I get, hung, I get hungry. <laughs> I start talking about food and then I make everybody else hungry. And then it's just like, all right, guys, you want to go out for some uh, Thai food? Because I'm down. I just love that. Okay. I love how you brought in the whole baking thing because I just, I was writing my own email, my sales launch email sequence for, for my own email list. And one of the stories I was telling was um, creating, baking a, a tiered cake, which mm -hmm. I had never done before. This is my first time. And I, I was talking about the layers. You did it. I you did it. Did. And it, I felt like I was on like the great British baking show because it's like so fancy. I mean, the only thing I that I baked from scratch in my life is chocolate chip cookies, which is already like a huge thing. I'm like, look at me. I can, <laughs> and I learned to do that after college when someone said, you've never baked cookies from scratch before. And I was like, should I have? Maybe I need to go with it. Anyways, I was talking about the layers of the cake yeah. and then connecting it to the layers of my, my, co my copy coaching service and how it's all layers. So this is just a way to help, like illustrate, it's just help another way, like what you did there with the banana bread is like you're illustrating, you're illustrating to help people understand like, oh, okay, I hadn't thought of it that way before. Like, oh, I, I get it now, that's, there's the connection. So that's, I love, I love saying like, the t it's like a tuning fork. Ooh. And when you strike a tuning fork, it sends out the frequency. That's your story, it's sending out a frequency. And then I learned, that if you have the same type of tuning fork and they're around each other, the one that you strike, that frequency, the other ones will pick up that same frequency and start sounding out that same frequency. That's me. And I was like, whoa, that's totally like how I feel like about storytelling. It's like you're sending it out and the people who are going to resonate with it are going to send back the same frequency. Like, oh, we're totally on the same level here so that's that's another way where i feel like that's that's what storytelling and email does that's beautiful I, I poetry. Like that, oh, see poetry like creative <laughs> writing is such a big thing i feel like like that creativity is is something that i'm super passionate about and creative writing and that's what good storytelling is it's it's creative writing and it's a skill that anyone can learn and you can build up it's not like like it's an innate ability like oh if i don't have it i can't i just i just can't do it no you can learn there are skills there are techniques and um that's what i love helping clients do is just the helping them tell a good story through for their business and the combination too with um 
with copywriting because in email marketing, you really want to have a copywriter coming in to you know, review some of the things that you're doing. Um, but again, that's a learned skill as well. So when you combine storytelling and copywriting, like you are in, you are in just like such a good place to really connect with the people who matter most is your right fit clients. And that's right. why weaving that into your email marketing and connecting the, with them right at home, right in their inbox in a way that's compelling and, 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 I just, I keep on thinking of like synonyms, compel, compelling uh, and riveting and engaging yeah. and all these things. But it's true. It's yeah. true. And it's also relatable. Mm -hmm. So now you find this, it, it increases that that grand poobah that is the no light trust factor. Um <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at that. I love so, the way you said that. It's so overdone, but it's true. It is. It's just. It's true. That's why it's overdone. It's. It's. It is what it is. It is the it's truth. It's, it's building. It's yeah. I mean, marketing is building relationships. That's just. Yes. It's just put in a different lingo. <laughs> um. And what? What did? You, sorry. What did you said something right before the no like trust that I was like oh. That's a great question. I don't know. Let, let me tell you no. something. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth from one moment to the next. So to remember what actually came out is a... like what came out. I'm like, oh, no, no, I, I know. Recent connections, irresistible. Uh, I like, yeah, we're working backwards. It'll come back. It'll come back. It'll come back. Um, we have... So, my next question is, and, and you know, you, usually we'd close off a little bit uh, close to now, but oh, it's okay. Oh, I remember. Okay, sorry. Oh, no. Okay, what yes. you said about <laughs> you said about it's relatable. You said it yes. stories are relatable, and I think that one thing that um, brands are personal brands are afraid to do is get too specific with their details in their story because then they feel like it's not relatable. They want to keep it more generic and general because they feel like if it's more generic and general more people can relate to it but actually it's the opposite that is true the more specific you can be with your story the details in your story like if you're talking about your coffee talk about specifically what kind of coffee, black coffee with a little cream like whatever that is if you're talking about some pop star, like name the person, name name it down to the song <laughs> because that's that's the part that's going to be relatable. And the, and the reason I said Taylor Swift is because that's what you're doing, like that. Taylor Swift does that. And I've really? actually I've written. Okay. Or, I don't know. If, I think I've written a post about it, but it was inspired by another copywriter who wrote a, a an amazing post that was better than my post about it that just inspired <laughs> me so much. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about how like Taylor Swift will write about the mini skirt and the red lipstick and the whatever yeah. and all this stuff. And you might be that person who wears like a t-shirt and sneakers, but you still get it. Like mm -hmm. you still resonate with that, that mini skirt feeling. You still resonate with that. It may not be exactly you, but you get it. It's relatable. Yeah. That feeling right. of, of scorn in, in, um, what is the, my better than revenge. My daughter has been singing that constantly. <laughs> Better than Revenge by Taylor Swift, like that scorn. Like you may not have ever like been in that, but you get it because she's right. so detailed. She talks about yep. writing this other girl's name with things. And you're like, I've never written another woman's name with things, but you know what it means to, to yeah. such a deep level that you can be like, oh, damn. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It brings about some kind of emotional connection there. 
because maybe it's not, yeah, what you're saying is like, maybe it's not me, but I understand that. And that makes it, that, that gives me some kind of emotional response for that. It's because of the details in the storytelling. Yeah. So if we're talking about how do we use brand story and, and store and just storytelling in general in, in email marketing. I, I feel like we've already, um, if you guys see me doing this with my hands and, and if you're on audio, I mean, I know you can't see me, but there's a little fly, so I'm not crazy. I promise. Um, well, it, go, it, well, it goes along with what you're saying. I feel yeah, like it's, just, just, it's just, been... just making sure that the fly doesn't land on my head. Welcome to reality folks. Um, <laughs> Um, so my, my point being, um, we've already like throughout this conversation, we we've gotten a lot of really gold nuggets and how to implement this and why to implement this in your email marketing and across the board. Um, mm -hmm. but I'd really like you to give, like, if you could, a, a final statement about your, your brand story, storytelling, and in particular email marketing and how to really make sure that, um, like my first question was, um, because a lot of people worry about this is, is your mark, is your email marketing performing as it, as it should based on the efforts that you're putting in? Because I believe the ROI on, on email marketing right now is uh, $40 for every $1 you spend for 2023. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty amazing um, thing. But what if you're looking at your email marketing, and you're like, well, I'm not doing that. Like that is not me. Um, we were talking about industry standards before. So maybe you can give us something about storytelling uh, something about email marketing and something about your own your own success within that bubble as a, a final statement. And then, of course, let people know where to get in touch with you, because we people should definitely get in touch with you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're just like passing the mic over. I got to like take That's it right. here and final statement yeah. thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of a lot of people know like email marketing is such a big return on investment for your business. Like what you're saying, like, <clears throat> it's like one to four, which that's is 40 times. You get 40 yeah. times ROI. That's huge. It's huge. It's amazing. Um, and the, the thing with the email marketing is that for a lot of people, like they are comparing their business for their email marketing goals with like they're looking at the industry standards like people ask me a lot what what are the industry standards for open rates and click-through rates and what i like to say is just you got to look at your own email metrics and you're going to gauge your success from your numbers that you have because the industry standards are for like these are the ones that they publish online for huge huge companies and so it's not it's not comparable in that way anyway. And the best way to know if your email marketing is working is to look at your own numbers, look at your open rates, look at your click-through rates and see over a few months time, like you start using the storytelling. Do you notice more engagement? Do you notice more um, conversion? Like people are clicking on a link that you send them to other content or things like that. So I, I really like to tell clients, like, look, look at where you're at and make your goals from that instead of trying to find other standards that aren't going to fit you and your business your lifestyle the capacity you have to be writing emails um for for your own business so there's the email marketing part <laughs> okay Perfect. final thoughts on the the storytelling is 
um, storytelling for people who who aren't feel like they're just not like natural at it. They kind of like go into like the education mode. They're there's like they teach and they teach. Um, if you want to start using storytelling in email, what I would do is just start gathering stories in your life. That's what I do. Like, and the, 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 some of the best ones are like, there's so many different stories you can tell, like your origin story. How did you get to where you are right now? Um, a story where you, you've made a mistake. We are all humans. That happens. Um, it could be like a more like a pop culture story or a legend story, like what we've talked about with Taylor Swift, like bringing up some kind of pop culture reference and tell a story around that, that people can resonate around. But my favorite story is like the everyday story. It's the everyday story, which is like, I tell a story about trying to get the fitted bed sheet onto my mattress. It is the most frustrating thing in the world. I don't know. It shrinks every time it goes into the laundry. I'm not sure what happens. <laughs> but you get one corner on and the other corner on the other side puffs up. And this story is an everyday story. And what what I what I did with this story is I connected to this is what it feels like when you're trying to write to your email list and you don't have a vision for your email you don't even know quite what the purpose you're doing in email is obviously you want to get clients but you got to get like really specific on what is the purpose of your email what's the vision you've set and that way when you're writing that's like your north star it's not going to feel like putting that bed sheet on every time <laughs> you're trying to write an email so um, if you want to learn more about storytelling, I do have a free guide. It's on my website at deskplantcreative.com, but also you can see it here on the banner and then in the show notes too. Um, it's three simple steps to irresistibly entertaining emails that sell. And basically it's a guide that helps you um, go, go from what is the story you're telling how to segue into talking about what it is for your business and so you can find that in the show notes or um on my website that's did awesome i, I love that? that you absolutely did you <laughs> okay. absolutely did so my i'm gonna challenge everyone here to look at their analytics today okay i'm not even today look at your email anal analytics take note Implement the tips that we shared today. Implement the tips progressively that you're learning through the free guide that Joanne has to offer. And then keep track of those analytics. Keep track of what those are looking, looking like and use that as your business standard and keep improving from there. Do not hesitate to reach out to Joanne for any, with any questions or considerations. And of course, I'm here too. Now, if you really love this episode, make sure you give it two thumbs up, leave a comment to continue the conversation and subscribe so that you can catch the next episode. We have weekly episodes and more. So you definitely want to be on the ball for that. With that, I'm going to thank Joanne so much for joining me today and we will see you next time. Thank you so much, Donna. This